What's in the bag? A shark or something? Put the bunny back in the box. Welcome to Guys 5 Movies. This is The Quick Cage. This is one of your co-hosts, Chris Gasberry. This is Frank Pelican. And Frank, I have no idea which Nick Cage movie are we talking about tonight. I'm not going to lie. I didn't know until um, like three minutes ago when I just decided which one we're going to do. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about uh, Pay the Ghost, a 2015 supernatural horror movie um, starring Mr. Cage and a cast of like nobodies, basically. Um, premise is that Cage is a professor of like folklore and English at NYU, um, who's working really hard to like get tenure. Um, so it makes him a bad father in like a lot of respects in his life because he's like always putting himself into his work. So on Halloween, he shows up late to trick or treating, and he's like, "Oh, let me take our son." You know, him and his wife are married. They have a like seven or eight year old kid, and he's like, "Let me take our kid to the um, the local like Halloween carnival that's happening," and it's like in the greatest tradition of shitty like low budget um, direct video movies where they basically have like a single block with like forty people that are like dancing around like all weird, and that's carnival or whatever. Okay. Um, and everybody's all dressed up in like really intricate and expensive costumes, even though it's like just some local block party thing. So anyway, so this is for Nick children. Was, children, though, this is like a child. No, 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 no. This oh. is like I mean, I don't know. The end result is that it's not for anybody. If you want to be like honest, but I suppose it's like an adult horror movie. Um, no, no, I was saying the block party. Is it for oh, no, the no, no, children? No, no, no. the, the, the block party? Definitely for adults. Although there's like an ice cream truck there, I don't know who the block party's for either. Because <laughs> okay. it's, carna- it's 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 the Halloween carnival, and it ends at midnight. Were there um, any other children present at the Halloween carnival that he took his child to? Well, there was a ice cream truck, so I imagine there had to be kids somewhere. Okay. Yeah, yeah, there was another kid because okay, so so Nicholas Cage's kid gets disappeared after seeing this mysterious like mummy in the crowd and it just he disappears forever. Okay. Nicholas Cage can't find him, although he does grab a kid that he thinks is his kid, but it's not his kid. And the mother's like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm looking for oh so time. there's there's that scene. Okay, all right. all right. Yeah. So then he goes back and he tells the wife that the kid disappeared. And the wife's like, how could you lose our kid? You're so, like, absent-minded. And anyway, so f- flash forward, like, a year almost, nearly a year. It's, like, early October next year. And they're separated, and he's kind of, like, letting his life fall apart because he's obsessed with finding his son. Um, so this prologue, how long does this prologue last? Uh, 20-some minutes, 30 minutes. Jesus, okay. It's a decent amount of the movie because there's a whole, like, long portion of it where um, uh, Cage is just being a professor and trying to get tenure. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, like, four or five scenes that are associated with that idea alone what, that don't even pro- involve... What's his field of study again? 
I think he's an English professor, but he's focused on like folklore and myth. Okay. Because he's teaching about um, the Earl King or whatever mm-hmm. in one of his classes, and reads this. Um, he reads the the Guta poem about the Earl King. Okay. In class, and then they do the um, Indiana Jones bit where uh, the girls are all like fluttering their eyelashes <laughs> at him, and you can like he's a hunk or whatever. Because right. You can never you, you can never have a Nick Cage movie where Nick Cage is not like the item of like sexual attraction for every woman in the universe that that movie exists in. So, what? You so said this, anyway, this was 2015. You said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so this is still like him trying to be Indiana Jones. Okay, this is that's interesting. Right. Well, he's making a National Treasure three too, so it's, right. it's continuing. Yeah. Um, so the basic premise is that there's this witch, Celtic witch that died in like the 1400s or some shit. Whenever or 1600s when New York was like being founded. And every year she comes back and takes three children from this neighborhood Nick Cage lives in as like payment for them burning her and her children at the stake like hundreds of years ago. Okay, there's the title of the movie. All right. Yeah. So, well, no, the title of the movie comes from the fact that right before the little kid disappears, he looks up in Nick Cage and says, Daddy, can we pay the ghost? And Nick Cage says, what are you talking about? I'm getting the ice cream. And then like all of a sudden the kid's gone. Okay. That's real scene that actually happened. Okay. Um, so Nick Cage realizes that, <laughs> like, using his folklore powers, um, realizes, like, what's going on and that the witch is taking his kid and that the homeless people are linked to the witch. So he goes into, like, Hobo Town and finds, like... In hobo Camp? Yeah, it really is. It's like, But it's, like, a huge Hobo Camp. So it's, it's really, like, okay. it's, it's Hobo Town. And the hobos have this portal that goes to the witch's like domain so nick cage is able to cross over into the witch's domain and basically save the three kids from the year before and bring them back what is the what does the witch's domain look like like what 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 does it consist of did you um did you ever see insidious yes when um when they're walking through like the the back side of the house or whatever they call it like yeah uh-huh yeah, the domain where everything's like kind of gray and black and like misty and shit just like comes out. It's 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 that. I mean, it's okay. really awful. Gotcha. They basically filmed the exact same thing, um, just not as cool. It it, it really it, it looks like it's like an episode of Supernatural that just lasted for like an hour and forty minutes as opposed to like forty seven minutes or whatever. So, right. but Nick Cage eventually prevails and gets his kid and these other two kids that were kidnapped back, um, an Asian kid and a Hispanic kid. Mm-hmm. It's a multi multi multicultural thief witch or whatever um and then him and his wife are like reconciled and he's got his kid back and everything's fine so does he get tenure oh, he got tenure like the day that the kid got taken that's, that's uh, why okay gotcha okay he got the letter saying that he got tenure and had to go talk to his um, mentor <laughs> about how excited he was and also so nick cage has a macbook like pro or whatever that's his computer and they huh. show it repeatedly in the movie and also has like a current to that year's model iphone so mm-hmm. probably like a seven or something like that okay and his phone is 100 percent of the time dead like he can never make a call or receive a call because it's always out of battery even though he has his laptop and could just plug his phone into his laptop right so literally like this like everything bad that happens to him and his family is completely his fault and deserved so so that's it okay it's a pretty um pretty by the numbers horror movie so, there, there's a couple of decent like 
um, practical effect scares in it, but nothing like fantastic or anything. So what do you um, what do you rate this movie overall? Like as a real movie, it's like a three out of ten. Okay, it's 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 not a good movie. It's one of those things where like, if Nick Cage wasn't in it, it would be one of those movies on Prime that you would skip by like dozens of times without ever giving it a, a thought mm-hmm. because the description of it just sounds so boring, which means you probably would have watched it already. Right. At some point, since that's your, your new self-torture. Yeah, it um, is. And this comes from the guy that watches like everything, so I don't even know what to tell you about like <laughs> your life right now. Um, so I watched it just because Nick Cage was in it. I think it's free on Tubi right now, maybe. That's the other reason it, why. It is, yeah. I saw like I just, it, I saw I it the other popped, way on Tubi. I opened Tubi and it was the first thing and I was like, oh, well, it's like God's talking to me so I gotta watch this shit. Right. Um, so what do, you, what, what do you rate the Cage performance? Pretty, pretty mediocre, pretty middle of the road Cage. I mean, he's very like very controlled in it, even though the subject matter should be something where he could be like all freaked out, like he doesn't really take it to like the histrionic extreme. Um, it's not written very well, so you don't even really have like funny dialogue from him. It's just kind of dumb. Yeah, like it's very mediocre, very paint by numbers. Um, it's a hundred percent just a cash grab because it was released um, video on demand and selected theaters um, in 2015 and made like no money. So. It wasn't even like really a like a real movie or anything. I mean, it's a real movie, but <laughs> it's just something that you know um, he got paid to make and he made it and then just moved on. The best part of the movie is him reading Guta's um, Earl King, actually, and that's in the first like six minutes. Oh, this guy, uh, yeah, this is like some German director that. Uh, he has a couple things that he's that he's done, the director. Um, oh, his first big break was Body of Evidence. That's the director of Body of Evidence? Yep. Body of Evidence, like the Madonna. Yeah, the Madonna William Dafoe movie, yeah. Right, that's weird. Yeah, and then it's like pretty much he did that and people were just like, no. <laughs> and then he, film, then he films an episode of Oz, like one episode. Cool. It's good filmography so far. Oh my god, I want to watch this movie. There's a movie called The Little Vampire. <clears throat> it's about a boy who tries to save a young vampire and his family from a ruthless vampire hunter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember it when it came out in the theater. Mm. It's like um, 97 or 98, right? Uh, I think it's a little later than that. I lost sorry, 2000. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you're close Our- enough. I remember um, when we used to have to do the uh, the pre-show, like, before it, um, so, you know, like, Regal Cinemas has, like, the the advertisements that come on before the actual trailers come on. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to have to run them, like, they were their own thing that you would run before we got the digital projectors that just showed them, which is, like, what, how it's been for, like, 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. So this was one of the things that was on the the pre-show for like two months the summer before it came out. Hmm. 
So, oh, okay. He was a he's a Douglas Sirk disciple. You worked on, yeah. <laughs> worked under him for a number of years. Uh, oh, he's the music video director too. Hmm. Yeah. This guy is all over the place, man. And he's he, making and he's he, making he this also, and he's making he this movie. Our theme disciple. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Um. So. So where not, does, not, not not worth your time. Probably. Okay. So put this in the context because you're jumping years all over the place for these Nick Cage movies. Like yeah, just, what I'm what just, contextualize this movie in the career of Nicolas Cage? I mean, this is definitely like this is around the time where he's like getting sued for all that money mm-hmm. for his um I think like tax evasion, but also I think he like just owed people a lot of money and wasn't paying it. Um, so he's just trying to make money. I mean, yeah. it's it's not like he's like you see those weird movies where you can tell that he's completely invested in the character and he actually like puts forth effort. Like even the movies that aren't that great, like um knowing or whatever, you know, like you can tell that Nick Cage cares about that performance. Right. Especially now, which is funny, though, like, that's the movie that started my whole, like, obsession with watching all Nick Cage's movies, because it's, like, the best balance of terrible performance, but it's inspired terribleness, mm-hmm. and, like, he cares about what he's saying, and, like, this is just... Phoning it in. Bad. Yeah, it's like, um, because we didn't talk about, we were supposed to do Kill Chain last week, and we didn't do it, mm-hmm. um, so we'll do Kill Chain the next Quick Cage. But that's another movie where, like, it's just, I mean, he's barely in it. And it's just, like, uh, like the only reason he took that movie is because he gets to get naked with, like, an attractive Hispanic lady. Right. I think so. And there's not even any nudie in this, so they must have paid him a decent amount. Hmm. Maybe it's because he gets to play a professor. Maybe that's the thing that drives him. Hmm. It's him getting to, like, pretend to some kind of, like, maybe that's the thing that's eluded him is, like, the like admiration of like intellectuals and he just wants to be like that guy he and he's always just going to be the dude from raising arizona right it's like raising arizona um moonstruck like you know you look at those movies and it's like he's not like brightest bulb on yeah the valley girl right right once, once like bit he, or whatever that movie's called he's he's an idiot in most of his early movies yeah that's interesting. I wonder, like, as soon as you said that thing about that Raiders of the Lost Ark-esque scene, like, it makes me wonder if, like, there's not, like, a thing. Like, he wants to be Tom Cruise, but he also wants to, yeah, it's like he wants to be Harrison Ford as well. Right, but he also wants to be, like, I don't know, like, Jean-Paul Belmondo or something. Like, he thinks that he's this, <laughs> like, avant-garde, like, new wave king or something at times. It's just... yeah. He's very confused, but sometimes that confusion is like amazing and inspired and hilarious. And sometimes it's this, which is just really boring. Right. There's actually a movie called Sorcerer's Apprentice from the early 2000s that he's in. And um, they're nothing similar at all, like the plots or the characters or anything. But it just reminded me performance wise of the same thing, like very phoned in. Mm. So. All right. Well, that. um. That's that movie, I guess. Then I will not be watching that ever. No, uh, uh-uh. I um, I'll try and find one an, an inspirational one that'll that'll make you want to watch it, just because it's so funny or 
This not, is actually really good. Not not next week though, right? No, next week we'll do Kill Chain. Right. That movie's bad. So. All right. Spoiler okay. alert. Yeah. All right. Anything else that you've been watching, or will that spoil next month's episode? Uh, I want to save it for the fresh five. I got a nice okay. list. All right. Okay. I've actually seen some really fantastic things in the past couple of weeks that I haven't been telling you about, so you can be surprised. So mm, nice. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, me too. All right. So that's it for tonight. And um, go ahead and check out. We just released an episode the other night. Uh, that is uh, me and Frank and our friends Orion and Mike Bletso. Um, like a tie in the wind. <laughs> watching watching Nell for the first time, all four of us. Um, so you can go ahead and listen to our initial reactions to the Jodie Foster movie, <laughs> Nell. Fucking classic. <laughs> and um, next week we will be finally uh, recording the top five romances um, uh, during the middle of social distancing so i don't know how that thematically makes any sense but we're Loving going to cover right <laughs> i uh but we'll be doing the top five romances next week and then we'll be back next week with the quick cage for kill chain yeah all, all right. right thanks for listening everybody have a good cool. night have a good night